AP Lit. It's Mrs. Ford with some English teacher radio. Guys, before I start, I have to tell you I'm recording at a different time today. It's actually 2.58 p.m. on Friday, March. Hold on. Okay, says it's 2.57. Friday, March 27th. Um, I actually have a Zoom call scheduled tonight, so I'm feeling pretty cool. Anyway, every Friday at 8 o'clock, I have a Zoom call with my friends, and it's really um, the only social outlet I have, as you guys probably know. So if I do the Zoom call and then I do the podcast, I'll be up till like midnight, and that's way too late for me. Probably not too late for you. Um, so we're going to record now while Ray is snoozing. Okay, AP Lit, let's talk. My day so far. You know what, guys? I haven't gone outside yet today, which is a real problem. Once Ray wakes up, I'm going to go for a walk, and I can't wait. I can see the sun shining through the windows. I made some pancakes this morning with Tatum. Um, Kai had a Zoom call with his class. Uh, Tatum and I just got done watching some Sesame Street, which is on every day at 2. Praise God. I don't know how your day goes. I wonder if you have little kids in your house. You know, it can be tough. Like the morning, we're super productive. Everybody cleans up the kitchen after lunch. And then right about 1.32, I'm like, yeah, everybody just go do whatever you want. (laughs) I'm exhausted. I'm not exhausted, but I just have a lot of my own stuff I need to do. And um, I'm cool with my son. I think he's going to start a movie. Um, My daughter's with her dad. They're going to try to lay down for a little bit. And we're going to try to get her to lay down for a little bit. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to record a podcast. And then later today, uh, I'm going to go for a walk and have my Zoom call, which will be a lot of fun. My silver lining for the day, guys. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to tell you about this one. So my daughter is, is four. And so in the mornings, I do her preschool lessons with her. And her preschool lessons are posted by her teacher. There's all these resources that we use online. And I mean, I can't even, there are so many things about this age that I would not have noticed had I been at school. But one thing that I love about the preschool content is that every single day, there's like something fascinating that I always knew existed, but like I hadn't really stopped to think about in a long time until I started working with Tatum again. So let me give you guys an example. Obviously, you know, when four-year-old preschool, they talk about caterpillars turning into butterflies. But that's like crazy when you think about it. I was showing Tatum all these YouTube videos where they like show the caterpillar. It, I don't know if you've ever seen this. If you haven't watched this, you guys should Google caterpillar to butterfly video. It's wild. There, I know, I feel like you're like, yeah, Ms. Ford, we learned that. No, no, no. Come back to it now as an adult and appreciate the craziness of this. The caterpillar is born out of this like transparent egg. And then it eats the egg crazy. And then it has to like, you know, grow 500 times and 500 times its original size. So they show the caterpillar in the, the, you know, in the video and it's eating just everything and it's growing and growing and growing. And then they show the video and they speed it up so you can see it. And the way that it makes its um, cocoon, it's, it's crazy. And then it comes out a freaking butterfly, you guys. The cells transform. Have you thought about that in a while? Anyway, then this morning, this morning, we're reading and um, it was this, oh my gosh, it was a beautiful children's book and it was called First the Egg. And it was like, first the egg, then the chick. 
And then you're like, yeah, that's crazy. Then it said, um, you know, things like super simple. First, the tadpole, then the frog. Well, we got to that page and Tatum was like, wait, what? What's a tadpole? I was like, again, Tatum, this is crazy. These things start off as tadpoles and then they turn into frogs. She's like, wait, what? So we had to find videos of that. I mean, you know, I love looking at the world through a child's eyes, which sounds extremely cliche, but um, there are just so many things that we've talked about that are unbelievable. Oh my gosh, another thing, guys, today. Um, and her little like scholastic reading packet, it talked about birds and eggs. It had a picture, a photograph of a hummingbird who had built its nest on top of a pine cone. And the hummingbird had built its nest out of two things. The first material I can't remember, but the second material she had built her nest out of was spider webs. Are you kidding me? I mean, so many things like that just fascinate me. And they, they also offer a really healthy distraction. Um, so that was the silver lining of my day for sure. Just pausing to like ask those really like just pausing to be fascinated by the natural world is something I was very happy to do with my daughter this morning. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about content. Um, I want to go to this question that I got in my, in my Google form which hopefully you have all been checking out. Um, okay. So I put, I wanted people to ask questions about things fall apart and I know like, you know, there's no deadlines and, um, I just want to encourage you guys to read as much as possible. And, um, one thing we should probably do if you guys want to, is we can schedule a zoom call about, um, about the reading as we move. And I'll probably send out something soon that says like, not, not, soon, <clears throat> but I will need to get a feel for who's, who's interested in completing the book or finishing the book and who, um, you know, who, who would want to do a zoom call to talk about it, but we should probably read a bunch more. So one person posted this question and it's three questions. It says, were these chapters just background? What year does this take place? Who is on the cover of the book? Okay. So let's talk about a couple things. Are these chapters just background? Well, yes, but the thing that you want to look at if you flip through the book, part one, in part one of Things Fall Apart, um, which goes from page, whatever, 13 to, let me see where part one ends. I want to say it's, hold on one sec. I want to say it's 14. Let's see. Sorry, I should probably should have figured this out. What? Well, anyway, part one is, there are three parts of the book, okay? So part one is going to give us all background. It's all background. But, you know, I don't want that to bore people. I don't know. But but remember, Chino Achebe has to teach us about the Igbo culture before any missionaries arrive. They're not going to arrive for a while. So before he does that, he has to give us the daily life of the village. He has to give us every single tradition and custom because we have to understand when things do fall apart, we have to understand what is being lost. Um, and so he's, he's going to do background for a long time, but he does it in this cool way, which is like, it's not just like, we don't have any conflict. We do. We have all these little side stories that become incredibly important later on in the story. So for example, you've already heard about Akemefuna and how he came from this other village. Now he's going to live with Okonkwo. Well, something's going to happen with that whole storyline of Akemefuna, um, in part one. So 
as we're learning about the background of the Igbo people, we're also um, he's also going to develop characters. He's going to create conflict within this Igbo village that will then um, like crash into the conflict that's going to happen when the missionaries arrive. So yes, it's not just chapters one through three are background. The whole part one is going to feel similar to this, but there there are going to be different things that happen that are. Um, interesting and exciting and reveal piece by piece like who Okonkwo is. We have to meet Okonkwo's wives. We have to meet Okonkwo's children. Um, we have to meet the people in the village and the friends. We have to figure so much more out about the village. So a lot, you could say that the the whole first part is background, but it's not just like, oh, and then the sun came up and we planted more yams. I mean, there is going to be a lot of conflict. And right now the situation is going to be what happens with Akeme Funa. I thought that was a great question. What year does this take place? Okay, so hold on. Um, oh, I thought I knew this answer off the top of my head, but I don't. I'm going to look this up, but I'm going to say this takes place in the mid to late 1800s. That's my guess. And then I'll fact check myself on that. Um, I thought it was on the back of the book. Um, no. Okay. I'm going to say mid to late 1800s. Um, and then who's on the cover? Who's on the cover? That's Okonkwo. Okonkwo is our main character. And then if you look behind Okonkwo on the green cover you got from me, um, it looks like there are these carvings and those carvings and the, the masks and the artwork from this time period, um, those are really important to the story. And again, like we have to learn about all these things. Like we, you can't just learn like, um, you know, what you can't just learn like how they do their day-to-day -day lives. You also have to learn like, well, what things are sacred to the Igbo people? Um, what things are the pillars of their civilization to the Igbo people? Um, so we're not just going to learn about what they do, but we're also going to learn how they do it. And that is equally important. Okay, let me go back and click on this to make sure. Okay, so those are my questions that somebody posted, which I really appreciate. And as you read, and again, the Google form in Google Classroom is just for you to, is just for you to pursue your curiosity. It's not like, oh, I'm quizzing you. Did you read? We're in a really unique position, guys, where I'm, I can't offer any assessments. So just take assessment and throw it out the window. I mean, you can tell me, hey, Miss Ford, I read the first three chapters and I, I really don't understand a lot of this book. Awesome. Hit me with your questions. I'm not going to like, you know, give you a quiz and say, ha, 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 you only get a 60%. I mean, I don't think I'd really do that anyway. But now in this, in this weird online learning situation, it's very much going to be like me talking on here every night will be driven by what you guys offer up in terms of what do you need me to talk about when it comes to the book. Okay. Um, so keep that in mind. Okay. Just to confirm the previous question, when does this take place? I'm reading this from a website. Things fall apart takes place sometime in the final decade of the 19th century. Okay. There you go. 1890. Um, so Nigeria has not, the people in Nigeria, just for context, and I think I said this last time, they have never met anyone besides, you know, the people of Amofia and the neighboring villages. That's their whole world right now. Um, so when these white guys show up, we're going to have a really different situation. 
Okay, let's talk about shout outs. Um, I got to pull up my Instagram and take a look. You guys, I have a question about Instagram. I got all these really great. Oh, never mind. It's, I thought it was stuck earlier, but now I can see everything. Um, okay. So let's talk about my question that I posted. First of all, did you guys see on Instagram? I figured out how to post this like sticker thing. So a bunch of people responded from our class from English 11. Um, people, my random friends who followed me on Facebook, Oh, or oh, Facebook. What am I talking about? You guys, Miss Hart responded. Shout out to Miss Hart. Okay. Um, here are my shout outs. Natalie Mara. Thank you for posting. Allie Bonello. Of course. Thank you for posting. Oh, Mrs. Brockman. She told me what she was reading. She's reading one, a book about autism called Uniquely Human. Um, let's see. Who else? is on here. Some people had some great suggestions on books. Um, if you guys haven't posted to Instagram or if you want to email me and tell me what you're reading, that would be great. I am looking for books to suggest to my English 11 students just because we're not totally allowed to, like, I can't do what I'm doing with you guys, which is pursue a, pursue something that we haven't done in class yet. Um, I know Kenzie Hamilton's not in our class, but she said she's reading the art of not giving up. There you go. Shout out, Kenzie. Thank you for responding. Sometimes I don't know who these people are. Oh, no, that person's not in our class. Um, I have a bunch of English 11 kids who responded, so I really appreciate that. Um, okay, guys. Hold on. I have to click on this last person because they told me. Ah, hold on. Never mind, they're not in our class. Okay, so thanks for listening today. Thanks for listening a little early. Oh, you guys, J Hops, he posted. Um, if you guys are a part of um, Berkeley B Drama, let me know and I'll, I'd love to watch your. I'm watching all the videos. So if I see you up there, I'm going to get real excited. Okay, I love you guys. I'll see you next week. And that's it. Signing off. You guys, I can't find my, there it is, my cursor. Okay, see you guys on Monday.